Bradley, and today we're going to be looking at Marvel's The Eternals. The saga of the Eternals, a race of immortal beings who lived on Earth and shaped its history and civilizations. Was okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, this is the Third film, I think Marvel done it for last year, huh? This is the third movie of the new phase. Yeah, the new phase. Yeah, I'm not really sure about it, to be honest. I think, I think I like that to try to be bold, but I don't know if personally I think it tried to do a bit too much and didn't really pay off. Which is interesting. Well, it so Eternals is essentially like like a story like Iron Man where. Mm. It's introducing new a new new characters. Yeah. And I I think that any film that introduces new characters, especially if you don't really know them, mm. it's got to be a bit weird. And yeah. You might not like it. I th- I didn't mind it. I just thought these people could have been introduced a bit earlier. Yeah. Because there was links, there's well, there's links to an old Marvel character, like quite strong links. Right. Okay. I mean, yeah, I sort of, I think it's a weird one this one because I think the director is quite good. Because you know, it's Chloe Zhao who did um, Nomadland, which I quite liked. Yeah. I mean, it's not like a typical story kind of film. It's more like documentary esque. Yeah. But yeah, I quite liked it. I think the directing is good. I think the acting is pretty good. I think Richard Madden, you know, Gemma Chan, yeah, had a pretty good performances. I just think the script, because it felt like it was going somewhere. Then, like halfway through, there was like a whole different thing that sort of changed the whole thing, which isn't a bad thing. Because I remember I played the game Bioshock. I don't know if you've heard of this. No, but sort of it's an underwater kind of utopia called Rapture <clears throat> so you're a person who's like in this thing and you've been tasked to basically kill by some a person to kill the founder hmm. but then you find out that halfway through the game so spoilers if you've never played Bioshock there's a new one coming out at some point so you know but the whole thing is that you were tricked that you didn't that the person who that was who told you to do stuff was actually the bad guy of the game. Mm. And that you didn't necessarily need to kill the founder. And that sort of turned the game around you because Yeah. But again that's sort of a, a similar thing sort of happens here, but I just felt the way they did it, it's like it could have been two separate films. Um, it could have been. I think the first one could have been them attacking the deviants. And you know the whole mix, whatever the bad guy was thingy, and then the second one's about the twist kind of thing. You know, yeah. I think that would make it very interesting in terms of the sequel. 
Because, you know, the first one's a good introduction to what they are. I know you could say it's sort of safe, but it's a good introduction. And then the second one, you know, it's like, what the hell? Kind of thing. You know, the sequel's a big... Yeah. I mean, there were kind of two parts to the, to this film. Mm. One where it obviously introduced the Eternals and who they are and where they've been for the past how many of years and why they weren't in the Infinity Saga of uh, Marvel and all that. Yeah. All the uh, Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah, they made that quite... Because I remember the trailers came out and did that. was like, well, where were they in Endgame and stuff like that? Yeah. And then like, there's whole things like story-wise, they were constructed <laughs> by the c- Celestials. Can't remember the action. I think celestials. Yeah. Big robots with big heads, basically, <laughs> to not interfere with stuff like that. And then you sort of you get sort of to the end, and they're sort of like turning on each other, and mm. they believe in different things, and they're like possessed by different people, different beliefs. Yeah. Of of who they are and what what they're doing and. And then, yeah, the twist comes at the end. and In a way, I didn't mind that it was all in one. I, I, I get your idea that it could have been announced in, or revealed in the second movie. In yeah. The, but I think, it was, I think it was all right. Because I never really say it's the Marvel stuff, but I think the writing was okay. I just don't know if the idea, I think the ideas could have been two films. I think because this was, again, I'm going back to the Iron Man analogy. Mm. What about introducing new characters? Well, introducing a new character. Yeah. Because this is sort of like a Miss, a Captain Marvel type character in like across like. How many were like five people? Yeah, six people. I think I can't remember how many there were. Be- and they'd lived for how many other years, and they were alive during the Egyptians and the Romans yeah, and whatever. It didn't feel like a, a Marvel movie because it what it had that documentary type feel to it. I don't know if I said a doc. I get what you're sort of saying. Because I think let's go with anyone Shang Chi, which we haven't done a movie for, but quick one. It's pretty good. Uh, you know, because that didn't feel like a Marvel movie. Yeah, it's got the hero's journey. I'd say that things. felt more like a Marvel movie than this film. Yeah, I think I do agree with you on that. The only so. link that this film had to the wider Marvel stuff was, I think I'm going to say it now, Thanos. That was oh, the only okay. link. Well, okay, yeah. I mean... Yeah, I and think... the whole sort of mentioning oh the first Avengers with all the the aliens coming out of the sky and Iron Man closing the space between Earth and yeah, there's a lot of mentions to the there's past mentions events, which sort of makes it like, you know part of the thing. I sort of get that, and I get I didn't want to obviously do too much mm. with it. I think the idea is interesting. But I just 
know, I think the writing, there's something that was missing in the writing. I think you could have made it work, personally. Mm. It's a weird one. Cause I, hmm. I mean, this year's been, a, or last year, we should say, films were a bit of a mixed bag, because, you might as well just quick review the past films. Black Widow, you know, interesting it, story you know yeah had some interesting ideas was just i think it came too little too late or too far too late if because you know this if point, black widow came out at the same time as say iron man captain america then yeah probably because yeah the story's based in between infinity war and give you yeah, civil war that's it so you know that's like five years before she died or something like that in the end game. Yeah. Spoilers if you've seen Endgame, not really. Um yeah, I mean I it's, just think it has the same premise Black Widow's movie either then. It has the same know. premise Black the Black Widow movie had the same sort of premise as the Eternals. Yeah, because I don't think people would mind too much if Spider Man Homecoming is in twenty eighteen or something like that. Yeah. We'll have that as like the sort of movie straight afterwards. Have Spider-Man Homecoming and Black Panther. Yeah, I know that would mean that we wouldn't have got any of the this year's films, but still, hmm. that's sort of a risk we could take. Um, I think, or do it earlier than that. Do it like one after Iron Man Two. Yeah. Instead of doing, I mean, obviously they introduced the Captain America Four, so that's kind of a bad example. Yeah. But you know, something, or maybe after that, before Avengers. You know, to. I think so with a lot of everyone. I think with a lot of the new phase movies where it's introducing new characters, yeah. you've got to be you you've got to be like well that could have been done earlier. Or, yeah. Well, the, the problem is Black Widow not a new character. He's quite established, like, well established. You know, people know who the character is. Yeah, but like, it because well she she dies during the last phase mm. she's not going to be in this new phase and this no. new so whatever yeah, Avengers the could be she called was the first one this phase felt why and obviously yeah. they because the only thing that really links to the next thing is the uh, Yelena thing her half sister whatever how yeah. the thing works they like Florence Pugh because she goes into Hawkeye yeah spoils the Hawkeye we haven't seen it either so we don't know anything else but that's it um yeah, and then Shang Chi, as I said, was good. Yeah. yeah again, that's yeah, that still has ties with the bigger thing because that's set during the blip. Yeah. Because of the whole. It's got Wong, Wong in there. Who, yeah, I won't say, but Wong is in it. Abominations in it, which is quite a surprise to think many. He's not here for long. He's only in there for like thirty seconds still. But even still, that feels like a Marvel film. Yeah. Feel more than Eternals. Like, those are sort of like in the background kind of thing. They're there for a limited amount of time, and then it's most of the story. Mm. Then there's this. Eternals. And I'm not sure about it. I mean, we could talk about Spider Man Now I Home, but I think that's, that's a whole separate review. Yeah. Maybe when it was like nearer the release of its DVD. Because that's a whole bit. I mean, I'm sure everyone's seen it, everyone knows what happened in it, but still, for the people who want to see it, you know, it's a whole big deal. Kind of Coming back to Eternals, I it's hard to sort of see their place in the whole in sort of MCU. like whatever they're gonna be calling Avengers and 
Yeah. In Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Shang-Chi, um, whether other characters are still around, the the Guardians, yeah. Thor. It's, it'll be interesting to see where they come in to all of this and how how they sort of tackle the the villain of the whole phase. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I do sort of see... Yeah, I think... I do agree with you because introducing a character can be quite a big thing. Especially like this, quite well established now. Yeah. Universe, cinematic universe. Pretty much the only really successful one. I mean, I know there's some others, like Insidious or the whatever, Conjuring the like. But they're not really... They're sort of more connected to each other. Hmm. But with this, yeah, um, yeah, I think I do agree. It's very hard to see where they fit in. I mean, maybe that will change with the sequel, or maybe with the um, Pitt Harrington's character who becomes the Black Knight. Yeah. I mean, that's sort of a spoiler, but not really, because it was confirmed that he was going to be the Black Knight anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, there, maybe there will be a Black Knight film or something. I don't... Well, maybe not for a while. Maybe he'll be the Black Knight in Eternals 2 and they might spin him off in a series or something. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do this thing. So, it'll, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with them because I think they was, they've opened it in a way where it... Because obviously it's early days for them, so I don't want to say other disgraces because, you know... By Eternals 2, my thoughts on this could be a whole waste of time. Yeah. So, it'll be... I can't really... It's, it's, it's weird. I can't really say... Because I did like... I think it's a well-made film. Yeah. And that's, I just think something was missing that hinders my performance. Or, I don't want to say performance. My... Perception. Perception of the film. I mean, maybe this might change because it's on Disney Plus soon. Yeah. So, if I see it again, it, that might change. I don't know if it will, but we'll see. So I think yeah, the characters I think are quite I quite like, you know, I can name some of them. You know, the um Cersei. There's also the um, Icarus as well. Yeah. You know, there's Droog, you know. There's, there's a lot of them, pretty much. Ajat. Ajat, yeah. Google Mesh, who sounds like an anime character. Which you, I'm sure there is one called Google Mesh. I don't know, I don't watch anime. So, yeah, there's quite a whole... There's like, flame, quite memorable characters. I think everyone does their performance quite well. I think Brian... What's his name? Brian Henry Tyree. Tyree Henry. The inventor one, I can't remember his name. He did yeah. quite well. Hmm. Yeah. MCU's first gay character. You know, this is giving a whole lot of risks. Like, first openly gay character... Yeah. Um, first, first sex scene, or well, sort of. They didn't really show because obviously he couldn't. I think individually they're yeah. good performances. Yeah, individually they're not there. They're all three, and they all I'd, work well together. Yeah, I mean, definitely get that family type aspect because they are technically that. I don't that have lived on Earth for centuries. I don't. So the characters are good. I just don't think that the story backs it up. 
What do you mean by the story doesn't back up? Sort of like they're good characters in our own right. Hmm. Put them, put it together in the in the story that we had. It's not cohesive. The story doesn't make much. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, it <laughs> Um Yeah, I sort of get what you say. I don't know if the, it was the best fit to introduce them. Yeah, not the best. Yeah, that's what I mean. Not the that's best what I fit. Think they should, that's what I'm saying. I think they should have start with the whole deviant arc. Yeah. The deviants are back after like thousands of years or something. And that brings them back together. And then maybe do what they did at the end, near the end of the film with the sequel. And I think that would have been better yeah. than what they did. But, you know, that's my opinion, you know. So yeah, that's all we've got time for. You've been listening to Miles Ahead, and we'll see you next time.